Good evening, everyone. Hope everyone is well. Happy Sunday. Let me just firstly apologize. We've had a few technical issues, but you know what? This is why we love doing the live conversations because we just don't know what's going to happen. So please bear with us. Please like, subscribe, do all of the great stuff. Today, I have a good friend of mine, um, Smudge, and he'll be talking about a lot of things. Um, but hey, you know what? Enough of me. Let's get the man of the moment. Uh, Smudge. Smudge. Evening. I just wanted to fit in with everyone else that you have on the show. What do you mean? I mean, obviously, we have Marlon. Well, both Marlons are born. Yourself. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So, all right, okay. So, like, because we have, okay, because because we have no hair, you actually feel that you can actually take the piss. Is that how it is? Is that how I it is? The side stands quite embarrassing. Oh jeez! Anyone, anyone that has a hair condition out there, it's just light-hearted banter. If you ever see me out on the football circuit, please don't try and Will Smith me. It's just a bit of dance. <laughs> yeah, everyone on the show seems to be bald, so I thought I'd just join in. Ah, uh, actually, actually, you know what, Smudge? Sorry, like I, <laughs> you know what? I wasn't, I wasn't gonna do this. But again, okay. to everyone out there, so I, <laughs> I'm sorry, Smudge. I, so, so I asked Smudge, I need pictures of you for the thumbnail. Yes, sir. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Because you know what, we like we are going there, and everyone that I've that I've said that text to, they've literally given me proper pictures. I'm gonna literally show you guys out there. The first pictures Smudge gave me. Sorry, I'm Smudge. I've got to do it now. I why? I wasn't gonna do it. Oh, these are the pictures Smudge (laughs) gave me. (laughs) I said to Smudge, I said, Smudge, I need pictures for the thumbnail, and this is what the the man's giving me. I'm like, Smudge, are you being serious? He's like, Nah, nah, I'm only bannering. And then, you know, like he didn't even say, you know, send me any for like a good couple of hours. So I'm sorry, Smudge. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It had to be done. Post- I can't believe you posted that. Yeah, bro. I wa- Trust me, I was not even going to do that. But because of that <laughs> little kind of little balls of joke, it's not happening. It's not happening. But hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But h- how are you doing? I'm well, thank you. I'm well. Good, good, good. And, you know, um, again, let me again just apologise regarding the uh, technical issues. Yeah, um, you're, you're a bit glitchy, my end. Can you hear me all right? You're all right. I, honestly, I can kind of hear and okay. see you and everything's everything's good. So, you know what, let's let's um, let's kind of go into the conversation. And um, sure. what's the kind of, yeah, I'd say, what's the kind of context that people out there would would need to know about you coming back into football? Um, especially at the kind of vets, um, kind of community, um, family level? Uh, so, yeah, I, 
I've played football from a young age. Uh, then I had a considerable amount of time out of the game. And then, yeah, then now my journey into Vets football. Uh, so what was the question again to me? Sorry, I'm new to this media yeah, stuff. No, no, yeah, no, that's cool. So, um, you know, why, well, not why, but yeah, um, how, like, did you get back into to Vets football? Or oh, how did I get back into Vets football? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so... Okay, so after uh, after battling uh, a mental health uh, problem that I went through, my my cousin said to me, "Why don't you play football again?" Because the last time I played competitive football, I was twenty four, and I didn't really leave the game that well. Um, and then I went through my journey with my mental health battle and stuff like that. And then through that journey and coming through the other end, I realised why certain things were playing themselves out throughout my football career. So when I got went when I come through the other end through my personal battles, uh, my cousin said to me, "Why don't you play football again?" And I was like, "Nah, football really." Uh, I was I was thirty five at the time. Yeah, I was thirty five at the time. So. He said, yeah, why don't you play? So I, I kind of fobbed him off. I was like, no, nah, I'm not interested in football. And then he asked me again a few weeks later, come, come, we need some players. So I started off playing Sunday Vets football with a team called Mayfair. And yeah, when I went there, I see a few guys that I used to play with. So like Marcel, uh, Reedy, Kay, they was all playing for this team called Mayfair on a Sunday. So I had a few games and... Yeah, I started to I started to get the buzz factor, but uh, Kevin, shout out to Kevin, Mayfair manager, great guy. He was like, "Look, uh, want to go training with this other team that we know, uh, LSU? They train, they're a really good team." Bearing in mind, I knew nothing about vets football. Like when I came out of the game at twenty four, I thought vets football was like, you know, cigars and beers after the game and <laughs> and big bellies and like walking football so i was like okay so i went down training uh with lsu and when i turned up i was just blown away really the, the setup the amount of teams there was uh then i realized i knew uh cass and i knew of Lloydy, but i knew cass more at the time and yes, I started training and then they invited me to play for their C team. I can't remember at the time what they were called, but let's just call it the C team. It was the third team. So I was playing for the third team. Uh, at the time I came back into football, I was 16 stone. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's very heavy for someone of my height, as you know, to be someone. Yeah, and, yeah, like, you're, yeah, you're like five foot one or something. <laughs> Five foot one, Jesus, it's 16 stone though. No, I like that. Wow, okay, yeah, well, five foot seven, yeah, five, five foot seven. seven. And I play like I'm six foot one, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was playing for the C team, and yeah, the guys just allowed me to gain my fitness, lose some weight. So I lost a bit of weight, gained some more fitness. Then I played for the B team, and then lost some more weight was getting fitter and then I moved 
across to a different team. I moved to independent. And then uh, the start of the season, I all I always wanted to play for the A team. So once I got down to the right weight and got my fitness, yeah, now I'm where I'm supposed to be. So LSU uh, So that's my journey into football. Um at the beginning you you like spoke about your kind of mental health journey mm-hmm. um a couple of times mm-hmm. um can you can you talk about uh one one specific situation or or like let's say journey that that really affected you yeah sure so how can I dissect this? And so, and and you know, literally again, um, please like, please like, don't, please feel free, you know, like you don't have to answer anything that you don't want to talk about as well. No, of course not. You know what I mean? So, again, when we when we went, me and you to we spoke about uh, touching on my mental health journey personally, and then battling through it, and then incorporating football because it is a football platform. Uh, yeah, I know you've tried to get me on the show for what nearly a year, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, apologies. Uh, partly scared about coming on the show and doing all, all of this kind of networking stuff and stuff like that. But I think talking about my mental health journey and why it's taking me so long to come on the show is that you can leave yourself vulnerable. Uh, when speaking about something like this because not everyone who may be listening uh, may take the information that they're being provided uh, with the amount of uh, respect or with the amount of due diligence that is due so I'm, ve- I'm I could be potentially leaving myself vulnerable to to people but because of the line of work that I'm in now and that I'm trying to do for others the main focus and my main goal is to always try and help someone else that went up that may be going through some sort of battle themselves because of the stuff that I went through so with that uh yeah in 2017 around this time uh i was homeless uh when i when i mean homeless i mean like sleeping rough on the street in from september october november yeah from september up until the middle of december i was actually sleeping rough on the street uh doing what sleeping rough people do without going into detail obviously to let people know that um, me and yourself are working on a project in 2023, so I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be polite to the project that we're working on. That's got the go ahead. However, I still feel like people need to know certain details so that if someone who may be potentially watching this is going through something, that they can see some, see some hope and see some light in what I'm sharing. So yeah. I was I was homeless in 2017. Uh, 
and it was tough. It was really, really tough. Uh, I was, prior to that, I was battling a mental health battle, which included uh, recreational drugs to, as, as at the time I thought would help what I, what mentally I was going through and what thought patterns that I had. Yeah, in the end, I ended up homeless. I ended up on my own, uh, no family. I lost a huge network of friends. And yeah, I slept in, I slept in parks. I slept on the street. You know, uh, I remember when I hadn't eaten for like nearly a week and I found a bottle of Robinson's orange. It was full up. And I remember sipping on that for like four days, man. And that got me through the four days and stuff like that. Yeah, it was it was really, really tough. Really tough. It was it was hard going. But it taught me a lot. It definitely taught me a lot. Like during that process of me being homeless and again everything that hope actually being homeless brings. I, I lost I lost the fear of fear, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I lost the fear of fear. So now that now that you see me here today on this platform, I lost the fear of you know job interviews. I've lost the I lost the fear of putting myself out there. I lost the fear of trying to help someone else. I lost the fear of fear. I just I, I, like part of me died out there, you know, and the part of me that died was the, the fear factor of 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 not being able to come back because I managed to get through certain things, you know. Um, thank you for sharing, uh, and uh, Miss and Mister Cassis kind of come and said big respect to my brother Smudge for coming onto the show and sharing his journey. Um, with all of us and shown his vulnerability. Um, I mean, um, we we have spoken about um, certain certain things, and you know, it, it's <clears throat> you know, it's um, again, like hey, like you know, we, you know, I, you know, um, I was I was deeply upset and like moved about even just some of your story um and you know this i mean i, I mean like, literally i can't even imagine how like you was feeling you know um on those kind of winter you know those kind of winter nights what what, what was the turning point um mm. for, for you like i would literally like to i'd like to know so i mean i you hear the term rock bottom. I mean, you, you you hear it, and rightly so. Some people like hit rock bottom and stuff like that. But in in my personal journey and what I relate to myself is that uh, what I believe in rock bottoms because when I first started to have like like inquiring about myself and my mind like so when we used to go out clubbing i used to have huge anxiety and i remember like what is this and then you know when i when i first started like 
dabbling within recreational drugs, I thought, God dear, like, I'd never thought I would go this way. And I thought that was a rock bottom. And then when I became homeless, I thought, okay, this must be my rock bottom. But it wasn't the end of, of, of what I consider different rock bottoms, you know? And then once, once I'd gone through many different things, I, I felt like my ground was firm enough where then I could stand on top of it and then make my journey back into society and back into myself. And one of my turning points, um, I have a few. So do you mind if I share a few? Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, definitely. Please, man. Well, so when I was, it's, it's, it's amazing, really. I mean, it, it's part of my journey that gained me for my belief, my belief system that I have to this day. Like I'm not I'm not a religious person, but I am a believer in God and I'm a believer in faith and having faith. So when I when I when I when I say that, uh, when I was when I was homeless, I remember one time a homeless guy came up to me. And I mean, when I say he was proper homeless, like he was was homeless for years. And I want to respect anyone who right now is going through homelessness. Because my, my journey into homelessness, I mean, I was homeless for uh, four months. But there was there's people out there that have been homeless for like years. And this guy was homeless for years. And I remember he came up to me and I was, I was, I, I can, I can share this. I was uh, about to pick up uh, someone's, someone had left some food and this is this is harsh for me actually. This is this is hard. <laughs> um, like I said, I'm 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 open to leave myself vulnerable in in the aid that I can help someone listening to this. So I was picking up. I was about to pick up someone else's leftover food, and the homeless. As I went down to pick it up, the homeless guy grabbed my arm. I didn't I, I could I didn't see him out. Of, I don't know where he came from, but he grabbed my arm. And when I looked up, I was like, who's this? Like, who you touching? And he, he looked at me and I looked at him and he said, you're better than that. Don't do that. And he actually gave me some money to go and buy some food. And he was homeless himself. So that was definitely a sign that I, I, there was still hope. Uh, another one was when... When I was sleeping in the park, uh, I'd been I've been out I've been out for like a few months now, and yeah, I was I was I was I felt like I was coming to an end, you know. I was I was I was done for, man. What as in as in um, suicidal? Everything, yeah. I can I can I can suicidal. I, I was I was close to. I was close to calling it a day. If I'm honest, T. I was close. I I. Prior to this, I really had like a quite affluent first 20, 22 years of my life. I mean, let me break it down. Mental health doesn't have a tick list or a checklist of a certain categories that you have to fit to gain a mental health uh, condition. So 
let me let me make let me make sense of that. So I grew up in a household where my my mum and dad are still were together, and my mum and dad are still together now. So I had both mum and dad in my house. Uh, both mum and dad worked full time. My dad's a black cab driver. My mum worked for the BMA at the time, uh, British Medical Association. So I had two parents who had full time jobs, good jobs, and supplied everything to me and my brother. Uh, we lived in a, we lived in a very nice house in Beckenham. I had my own obviously I had my own sink in my room. I mean that's unheard of nowadays. Uh, I went to a very good school. I, ha- I got all my grades. So if if you was to like, and, and I'm not this isn't to disrespect anyone that grew up in a single parent household or lived underneath the poverty line or grew up on a council estate. I didn't I didn't have those things. However, mental health doesn't have a checklist that you have to mm. fit within. So to to unfortunately you may gain throughout your time. And so that this is the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing now and with my life in what I do for work capacity is to is to let people know that is is mental health is real and mental health is there at the minute and especially it's very high in men so uh i lost my train of thought i'm so sorry no no that's no, cool honestly like thank you um let me kind of go go to the comments um so lsu masters um love the sky smudge um uh the wizard has come in and said big love and respect to my guy smudger you're an amazing person keep keep doing all of the things uh, my brother and FC Cool Yvette's big up smudge, top fella. Uh, we've always got time for you. Uh, respect you for sharing your journey. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, those comments, and, um, mean, those comments mean a lot, man. Because like I said, a lot of a lot of these guys, like the Karua boys, obviously big up Wiz, uh, Lloydy and Cass. A lot of these guys didn't didn't know. Uh, what what I personally went through to get myself back just just in life, let alone football, man. Just just back, let alone life. So yeah. Oh, sorry, T. Before we move on, the one of the so when I was in the park, uh, I I I managed to get in contact with a a company called No Second Night Out. Uh, they're a charity that help homeless people. So they. Uh, so I got in contact with them and you have to give your location to where you're sleeping rough. So I gave my location. I was sleeping in the park at the time. And I remember in the distance, I could see two flashlights because they, they don't tell you what time they're going to come out and look for you. So I remember, I remember sleeping in the park. It was about one o'clock in the morning. And I could see two flashlights and I could hear something in the distance. And I was thinking, is that them? Is that them? And I remember getting up, but where I hadn't eaten for days and and I was like highly intoxicated with drink and drugs at the time. I couldn't I couldn't see, it was like blurred vision, and I was just trying to call out call out to them and thing, but I could see the, the torchlight slowly in the distance fading away. And I thought I'd lost my opportunity, man. And when you say about suicidal thoughts, that's when suicidal thoughts really kicked in at the time because I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm done for. 
really this is this is it so i got in contact with them the next not not the next day the day after and i said to them look you haven't come out for me i need some help and he was like sorry david we did come out for you but we'll give you another chance so if you give us a location we'll we'll send someone out to look for you but again they don't tell you when they're coming so it's a it's a protocol that they have to follow so i changed my location i actually went to uh iceland's in penge because they have like a little shelter area and by then it was december it was second week in december 2017 it was freezing and i remember i was i found myself under the shelter in iceland's in penge and i had two books because i know I, you said to you what was my turning points like what are the things so yeah so i remember i had two books so i had i had randomly uh cass uh the west ham fan uh so i had a rucksack full of stuff and then i had two books so one was cass the west ham fan uh that i was reading while i was out sleeping rough and then the other one yeah was the bible and i remember holding on to the bible and then by bearing in mind i thought I'm done for, I'm not going to make it back. And I remember holding on to the Bible and I said, look, please, if you can help me, then I will do everything I can to try and get back or just to get myself back in, in, a, in, a, in some sort of state where I can start helping myself again. And yeah, I fell asleep and I remember waking up with this torchlight in my face. And I was like, what you do? like, what's going on? What's going on? And then he was like, are you David? And I said, yeah. And he said, yeah, hi, we're, we're from No Second Night Out. We've come to pick you up. And when I mean, I broke down. And yeah, that was, that was, that was the start of my journey, man. Like, <laughs> crazy, 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 crazy. Um, Okay, um, so, yeah. Uh, Troy's come in and said, uh, turning into my, um, sorry, um, tuning into my dear, dear brother David, thank you for being so vulnerable and powerful with, with your truth. It's helping so many people. Uh, and uh, the Charcoal Vets uh, had a pleasure of knowing this man for some 20 odd years. And is a been through the storm and is now in in the sunshine. Uh, truly amazing things for others. Nothing but respect from the gaffer. And um, my my kind of well, how how you affected me uh, when I mean I don't know if you can remember, but um, so I was on my way home myself. Uh, I, I don't know what I was doing, and literally there was this young. There was a young man just sitting on the side. And normally I'd just walk past and I'm I walk past. I'm like, what am I doing? And then she I went back and I turned and I went back to sit with him. Mm. And then and then like we started talking and I'm like, look, like I want you to speak to someone. And that's when I called you. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh and um and like we were talking with him for about is it 20 minutes or so, like about 15, 15, 20 yeah. minutes. I mean, I mean, what that that's that's the point of all of this. So 
where where I've managed to get through certain things that at one point I thought I would never get through because I consider it a gift from above. When I say it was a gift from above, uh, all of the humans, all of the very, very good humans that I've had in my life, that I have in my life, still, unfortunately, couldn't help me. I have some very, very good friends. Uh, I have some very good family members who tried everything for me, but they still, unfortunately, couldn't. So when I embarked on my journey back, I was given a gift and I was given opportunities to get myself back. I mean, when I say I've done everything, I've done literally everything to get myself back. And But when you're given a gift, and regardless of what that gift is, you can't or you shouldn't keep that gift for yourself. In my instance, I was given the gift of recovery so if I just keep it for myself, then then I'm just selfish again. Like all of the stuff that brought me to my mental health, that brought all of that up, all of the selfish behavior, all of the defects of character, all of those things. So in, in, order, in order, now that I've been given the gift for my own recovery, I can only help someone else with it. So when you cause me, regarding that young man, of course, because it, it's not about me, you know? It's not about me anymore. I'm on my journey, so the gift is to try and help someone else on theirs. Um, big talk, active, big big respect to this guy. Nice person, saw him at the Catford game yesterday. Decent, decent fella. Um... All the comments are like overwhelming, really. Yeah, I mean, um, thanks for sharing it, and um, and um, I know that we've we've like spoken about the, the projects, and and um, you know, because like it got really emotional for like both of us anyway, just just you know, what I mean, so um, again, thank you. But, hey, like, you know, this is. Again, exactly what you said before is, you know, if if like this can help help anyone out there, um, you know, this is, yeah, um, it's absolutely yeah, amazing. and it's like men's mental health at the minute is is a big topic, and I don't just want to give the cliche of, you know, if 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 you're suffering with something or if you're going through something personally, then then talk to someone. I think that's, that's I think that's a bit too cliche because that. Because at the time, in the time that you personally might be going through something, the last thing that you have the capacity for is to try and tell someone what you're going through. As as men, we're built, we're built in a certain way and stuff like that. Like, but so I don't just want to give the same the, the, the same old cliche, try and talk to someone. What I would say is what I would say is when when you're ready to try and help yourself. There will be people, hopefully around you, but there'll be people in the world that will help you help yourself. You know? Cause, oh, yeah. Yeah, cause, yeah, sorry, go on. Go on. No, sorry. 
I don't, I'm really sorry if this is a little bit. No, 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 bro. Like, I mean, I really... <laughs> carry on, man. Carry on, carry on. No, because because the journey, the journey never ends. You know, the journey never ends. To this day, I still, every day, I have to do. You know, I have to do my gratitude. I have to be grateful for the things I have. I have to be, I have to be present for my children. I have to be a good partner uh, to my to my girlfriend. I have to, you know. I have to be a good citizen at work. I have to do all these things. So it's not like you get yourself well and that's it. The journey continues daily, 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 daily. So if you see me, if you see me on a Saturday at football, then I've already won in my own personal journey, in my own personal life. I've won already, you know. So fo football's just a bonus. So that's why, that's why, like I said, all of these comments so far that that they're really they're really warming and overwhelming because uh, for years and years, people never really saw that David or Smudger, that they saw, they saw a character of David or they saw the character of Smudger. They never really actually saw him. So now that all, all you get when you see me is David or all you get when you see me is Smudger, then comments like that are just really warming and overwhelming because I'm just, I'm just, um, it's it's quite peaceful just to be me again. Mm -hmm. well, I wouldn't even say again, like because throughout that time I didn't. There were so many things that I, I that wasn't me. So now that I get to be me, and people still comment like that, yeah, it's it's not. It's really really, and it shows. It shows I must be doing something right as well, you know. You um, you said that you. At your heaviest, you was sixteen stone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 you know what? Literally, I'm not laughing because you, you know, because you know, like, again, I'm not body shaming anyone or what. what no, 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 no. But um, sixteen stone for someone my height. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm like, really intrigued in terms of like the methods and the process you you went through to actually lose the initial weight at the beginning. I know that you said that you played football, but football only doesn't shed that type of weight. Yeah, so when I went when I went training with the with LSU and I saw the level of football being played, I was like, okay, I need to do some road ones. So uh I got myself some running trainers and I started doing road ones. But bearing in mind at 16 stone for someone who's my height, I was like big fat potato running down. <laughs> like it was ridiculous, but I got the buzz back. So I ended up doing road ones like every day, and I gained shin splints through doing it just because I was that heavy. So I stopped road. I stopped road running, and then I took up like bike bike in the gym, and then I changed when when I when I moved up into the B team, I changed my diet plan. So, or my food plan, I don't like to say diet, my food plan. So I I stopped eating meat like twice a week. Uh, I still do that now. I stopped eating meat twice a week. You know, I just, I just generally eat less, but it's, it's no, it's no, there's no quick fix. It's not magic. Losing weight means you have to train. So I just I just went hard to me. So this went really, really hard. I'd got the bug back and I saw where I I wanted to play. 
like I wanted to play for LSU A team. I used to watch them train. Like I used to, I used to go and watch their games. I knew I knew uh, most of the players in the team through when I used to play through my playing days, through the pro level or semi-pro level. So I was like, I'm gonna play for them one day. Once once I get the right weight and when, once I'm fit, I'm gonna play for them. So yeah, changed my food plan. I went on. A, I, I done it all. If I'm honest, I got a bit. I got a bit anal with it all. I went. I done keto diet. I done this mm. diet. I done that diet. I done them all, and then I just stopped all the diet plans that you could do out in the world, and I just ate well and trained really hard. And yeah, I started to shift it. I went on a. I went on a liquid diet. I went on a cleansing diet. I had done it all. <laughs> but I suppose that's not that's 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 the part of the addiction side in Yeah, and 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 you're not fully enough. I was literally gonna say it seems like you've got a very addictive personality. Like once you like once you start something, you you are you are so intense with it, like you're gonna go all in. It, it, yeah, you know, yeah, it I seems mean, like that. I, I don't I, I battle with the addiction uh, addictive personality because I because it's titled a bit too harsh. On people, uh, I personally would rather say like passion, personality. So if you have passions, then you drive for them. Where addictive personality still kind of holds you within a certain boundary. Again, this is just my own. But yeah, I, I, when once I have a mindset on something, I I kind of go for it, or I try and go for it. Hence, hence why my mental health or my uh, my my work my journey into like recreational drugs was longer than I actually wanted it to be because because what you have to remember your mind doesn't know the difference with stress so you, you can have good stress and bad stress the mind just knows stress it doesn't know the difference between the two it, it, it's how it is it, how it functions so yeah once I set my mind on something I, I, I will go for it yeah you're right Therese I have that mindset uh, LSU Masters come in 16 stone and he had the craziest ch touch. <laughs> I, I had to acquire um I had to, I had to acquire who who is this guy remind me of Maradona. So can you, can you imagine what my touch is like now? Uh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> so okay, so like you you like shifted the weight and then you started playing. Um yeah uh, and again we've not even touched upon I mean, I don't know if even if even if we've even got time because you know you know again I want to be respectful of, of like your time, but um, you've played at a higher level, right? Like, can you can you just name a few teams or clubs that you've played for? Yeah. So, what my joint like my brief when I was younger. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. playing play for playing for my school. Started off playing for my school. Uh, you know as you do. Uh, so yeah, when I was in year nine, I used to play for my year 11s. So I, you know, year 11s have a different timetable to year mm. the rest of the school. So I used to get, <laughs> it was great at the time. I used to get taken out of like my last two lessons when I was, when I was in year nine and to play for my year 11s. Same in year 10, when I was in year 10, I used to play for my year 11s and because their schedule was different. Yeah. My ego was through the roof. Oh my God. Like taken out of class playing for your older years like you're a superstar and I went to a school 
and we was quite affluent actually we had a lot of talented people we had many many footballers jason punchel was there you know uh maka maka was there in my school plays for charcoal now uh we had another player went on to play for fulham we had a player went on to play for palace first team yeah we had we had some really really good footballers in my school and so play for my school and then as you do you move up you play for like tandridge or you play for your bar mm. so I ended up playing for my bar and then and and then i played for karib i started for karib on a sunday again fantastic team some of the players are playing fetch football now in div one uh maka anthony McNamee, who plays for lsua with myself scored a worldie the other day he was there by the way too so we started off at Kareeb, uh nathan at uh, nino at uh independent who plays in for in div one yeah so played for really really good sunday and school team and then i played for 10 and b and then again really good team and then i got the opportunity to have a trial with a pro club uh managed to get uh a year down there so i, I I was playing there at the pro club and then because I'm quite short, so you can imagine how short I was then. Mm. Uh, I wanted to play centre midfield, but you know, we, we used to, I remember playing against Millwall and like Millwall were huge. They they were massive. Uh they used to turn up and they had like beards and everything at the age of like <laughs> 16. It was crazy. And there was me, like no hair. I must have been five foot one at the time playing centre midfield. So they moved me out to the wing. So when I was on the wing, there was a, a youngster coming through. He was two years younger than me. And he went on that, he went on actually to play first team and play premiership football all of his career. So they moved me out to the wing and then he was coming through. He was two years younger. So oh, slowly but surely I was getting subbed quicker. And then before I knew it, uh, he was starting games before me and then I got frustrated so oh, lo and behold one time I didn't get on and then I told the manager to F off and then I got released and then I got a trial which I which then I got a contract through so I ended up in the league so I was playing in the league at the time and I was uh, Luar Luar's because it was the last year that it, they had like boot boys you know, when you used to be someone's understudy in yeah, like, yeah, yeah. the boots and stuff like that. So I was Lawalawa's boot boy at the time uh, at Colchester. So, yeah. So I played playing in the league, learning my trade. And then I got released. And then I, and then I stopped playing football for a while. And then I remember my agent at the time told me, look, you can go on a trial. It was actually to Man City. <laughs> but these times I hadn't played football for like six, seven months. Because I, I was I was losing I was losing the love of football, so I said, "Yeah, why not?" So I went up to Man City, and I think I went up on a Friday, and there was a game Saturday. But my age group had an away game, so my age group had gone away to play a game. So they was like, "Look, you can play tomorrow for the year below because it's only a friendly." I ended up playing in a friendly, and I I made myself look stupid. So like they were like, I, then I realized that I've kind of. I've missed the level. I'm I'm not I've missed I've missed the mark. I was playing in the year below in a training game 
and I rarely touched the ball. I mean, I did. It was it was too much of a hard work. And like they were they were full of internationals at the time as well. Mm. Then and that's what made me realise that look, I don't think the pro thing's gonna really work out. Uh, I mean, I, I had a passion for football, but I didn't love it as much as others did. I, I I just kind of rolled into playing football because I thought I was good and people thought I was good. You know, I, I never really felt like I was amazing. I just I just was like, yeah, cool. I'm good at it. Is what it is. So then I dropped into the uh, non-league circuit and I was supposed to. So if do you remember Fisher? I think it's Fisher. Uh, that's King. Is that King, Kingfisher, or or like Fisher? No, uh, Fisher. They were the. I think they were the first club to. They, they were going full time. So, my friend Jamie, who had just come out of Charlton, he was going down there. So he was like, "Look, come, Stimo." His name was Smart Stimson. Stimo's setting something up in the non-league circuit. You know, they're going full time. You'll be able to train full time. Most of the boys go in there. They'll be able to go back into the pro game stuff like that. So I went down there was down there, Stimo wanted me, but then my brother had left Kingstonian at the time. Now, my brother had a good career and he'd done great things through the non-league circuit. A lot of, my, a lot of the older generation to me know my brother uh, really well through the football circuit. So he was at Tottenham and stuff like that. And then he was at Kingstonian when Kingstonian was huge, FA Trophy Vars and all of that stuff. And then he, my brother was moving to Bromley at the time. And... I should have signed with Stimo and gone full-time. And my friends never really, my, my friend Jamie's never really let me live this down. So, but I didn't. I signed for Bromley with my brother. And partly because I wanted to be on the ends, if you want to call it that. And I was starting something on the, what we call the road. Like I was starting something on the road. So I wanted to be on ends and play football, which was one of the biggest mistakes footballing-wise that I look back on. So yeah, played played in a non-league circuit, played for Bromley. Uh, I played for various non-league teams, and then yeah, my, my and then I ended up at Banstead. This is when I just didn't really care about football. Like I said, I, I came out of football when I was twenty-four. Yeah, and then we were supposed to play AFC Wimbledon. Well, we was playing AFC Wimbledon at the time. AFC AFC Wimbledon was on the was on the rise, so they were bringing thousands of people to like no man's grounds and stuff like that. So we had them in the cup. And I remember the game before, and I was absolutely doing bits at Banstead because I just didn't care at the time. And I remember the game before, we, I got injured. And the gaffer said to me, "Are you? will you be all right for next week? I said, yeah, yeah, but I knew I, would, I, knew I wouldn't. Anyway, uh, FC Wimbledon came down, filled out the stadium. I invited so many people and I was on the bench. And I didn't come on and I was fuming. <laughs> I was fuming. And then I remember the next game was another cup game, which was huge as well. And he was, I, I was bench and then he was going to bring me on with like nine minutes to go. And I just, I just threw my shirt at him and I said, nah, forget it. And that was the end of my footballing career in in the non-league circuit I just gave up football then uh I went to my mum's house I threw all my football stuff away I threw all my boots away everything everything football related I just threw away in the bin and I never played again until I played for Mayfair at 37 years old wow wow 
<laughs> yeah, sorry, that was a bit. Wow. Quick. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't. No, 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 no. No, but it's, it's that's actually cool, man. I mean, again, um, wow. Okay. Well, um, Millie's come in and said, "Big respect to Smudger, having gone through so much hardship and coming through stronger. Uh, this is so positive." Um, FSS Smudger, come and play for us at Spartans. <laughs> Uh, and then LSU Masters said, "No wonder you and JB um, driving together like <laughs> like a room is. It, it's the cultures to connect." Um, and JB's my guy. JB's my guy, fully. And um, before we kind of go on to like your like next part, let me just um, say that of course, like we get we had a few technical issues at the start, so. A uh, big, big shout out to like Nana that's waiting patiently in the background to actually talk about the Catford LSU game that happened yesterday. Big, big, big shout out for like um, Nana who's who's actually wait, waiting very, very patiently. So you played for LSU B team, and literally that's literally where we where we first met. Yeah, that was when I, you know I was playing for Independent and we played LSU B. And independent uh, beat LSU B. Uh, was, was it free? Was it free one? Free one for and it, yeah. I mean, literally, I can't remember. I, I don't remember losses. Yeah, so I don't. Know. <laughs> uh, uh, well, uh, it, well, you know, independent. Yeah. yeah, and you know, again, see, I didn't know nothing about you, and um, yeah. and then we could went up to like the bar, and then and then I just said. Yes, smudge because that's what people are calling you. I said, smudge, you know, you're a quality player, like I'm just gonna bop it around. Da, 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 da. Um so so from that game, what made you leave LSU and why did you join independent? So, first of all, uh there's a few little banter bits going around the league that I'm like some vets home. Some vets football home. <laughs> I've only played for two clubs. I've only played for LSU and I played for Independent for four months, five months. So at the time, I was playing for the B team, and like I said, I was getting fitter and fitter, and I'm losing more weight and more weight. And at the time, Independent were apparently a very good team at the time. Again, I didn't know about vets football. I didn't know nothing about any teams. I didn't know nothing. I was just playing to get fit for my health and for my mental health. That's all it was about for me. So I heard this big hype, you know, we're playing independent. Uh, rare, rare, rare. So cool. Bearing in mind, I was I was slightly injured that game. I'm going to just say that. So I didn't, I didn't really have... You're making excuses already. No, 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 no. You know, I'm not having that. I'm not having that. I'm sorry. Like no, no, you know what? Games. You should never say that. You should never say that. You say, you know, the better team won. I would have said, the better team won. You can't you talk yeah, about yeah, how yeah, yeah. The better team won. That game, Independent, were really, really good. And Nino, Nathan, who I've known the majority of my life, he was like, why don't you come over? At the time, the B team, where I was transitioning, I remember we spoke about, you know, the addictive. Uh, personality or the passion personality and stuff like that because I knew because I had the bug back for football and I had the passion back for football I knew what condition 
what, what state I wanted to get myself in, what fitness I wanted to get myself in, how I wanted to play. And at the time, the B team were having a few things that didn't necessarily connect with where I was mentally or where I was trying to pursue. And again, there's no disrespect to anyone in the B team. They're all my boys still. I still talk to most of them now. It was just where I was heading. And at the time, yeah, Nino got in my ear and it just felt like the right move. When we played them, they the way they passed it and stuff at the time, yeah, I just thought, yeah. And plus, like I said, Nathan got in my ear and I made the move over. Uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a good talk with Luke, who was the manager of the B team, told him my reasons why. He gave me his respect. Uh, we're, we're still friends now. So it was, it was nothing like that. Uh, and yeah, I moved over to independent, but, and yeah. And, and, okay, and, and literally how, and how was your time with independent? At the time, independent were top of the league, they were flying, but they seemed to have some internal stuff going on. I mean, when I when I say that, this is no disrespect to independent. Uh, it's very, to, to win a league uh, is very tough. It takes a lot. And I think they had won a lot leading up. They had won a lot. I think they had won a few leagues back to back and won a few cups along the way. So uh, naturally, you might find yourself in a dip. So during my time there, I may have been involved in part of when they was having a little sticky patch. I mean, it wasn't that sticky. We didn't, they didn't lose or any many games at the time, but it was just starting to have that sticky patch. And plus, like their management didn't really know, didn't know me that like, personally, the same way like Lloydie and Cass know me. Like I've known them again the majority of my life. I didn't know independent management. They didn't know me. I didn't know most of the players. The players there didn't really know me. So it was just, it was a combination of a few things. Like, where do I fit? Uh, other players were playing in positions that I really wanted to play in. I hold my hands up. I wasn't in the, the most fittest condition that I necessarily wanted to be. Like I said, I was transitioning. So I wasn't as fit as I was now. I wasn't as uh, light of thin as I was now I was still making my way through that journey so I wasn't in my 100% condition so with a combination of a few things it just it just wasn't the right fit and like I said playing vets football or seeing vets football and starting to know the circuit I, I always wanted to play for LSU 18 so at that point there was a miscommunication between me and Cass at that point where, like I said, Nathan got in my ear. We had just played them. They were top of the league. I felt like they had what I wanted at the time. So it was just those combination of things were happening. And yeah, again, it just wasn't the right fit for me. That was all. And I, like I said, I, I always, no disrespect to Independent, I always, always, always wanted to play for LSU. That was always the goal. But there's 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 been also like a lot of talk, and you kind of said it at the beginning. You know, people see you as a person that moves around from club to club to club. Yeah. So of course, like you was that like, linked with Santos. You was linked with Charcoal, and when Charcoal played in the Vets Cup final that they won convincingly against uh, West Fulham, that you was 
like you was um you was there like talking like talking talking to like james i mean yeah yeah, yeah. was 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 like charcoal <laughs> no you know was like charcoal a legitimate move for you because Why literally eh? before we spoke in the week you didn't say nothing about this part of the show but i feel, I feel I, bro i listen as I was packing my bag away, I saw you and James sitting down. I'm like, ah. And then literally was like, to Bruce, what you do? Like, I, can you remember when uh, literally I was um, packing? Can I remember? Of course I can remember. He was like, to Bruce, like, what, what are you doing with your camera? I'm like, you just pack it away. <laughs> so, so yeah, so literally, was there a legitimate move? Listen. To first charcoal? Of all, first of all. <laughs> no, no, I can talk. First I love all of this, like, like where I've been in my journey, like all of, I, I don't know, you know what I'm talking about. It's, I'm different. I'm me. I'm smart. But based on that, what you've just asked me, mm -hmm. I've, so my school team, I'm going to answer the question. Oh, my, no, man. No, 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 I'm not having that. No, 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 I'm not having that. Come on, like, what's that This will make sense, yeah? This will make sense. So my school team was rivals with James's school team, yeah? Now it makes sense why James is a manager, because when we used to play his school team, more or less in the final because they they were okay. James never played; like he's just standing on the sideline. So it makes sense why he's a manager now because he was used to standing on the sideline when we were kids. So, so moving on, I then played with James at Long Lane. So I've known James. Can you hear me? Yeah, like okay. Like, I've I'm known sure, James. Listen, I'm sure James said it. Hold on, James said in the comment I, like like you two have a. Have a have a friendship for for like twenty years plus. We all get that. You're not answering the question. Yeah, so I've like, known James. Was there so a legitimate move James. to charcoal? I've known James a very long time. Like I said, we played at Long Lane together and stuff like that. And we've when I came back into vets football, uh, me and James, I saw that James was charcoal manager. Bearing in mind, I didn't know anything about vets football when I first came back. When I when I was playing for Mayfair and I went training with LSU and then I started to watch a few games and started to Google a few things like with the league and stuff like that. Like I said, I didn't know anything until 2000 and 2000, well, the first season in 2021, I think, or 20, can't remember, but I didn't know anything. So when my, when I moved to independent, a few people was like, like when you finish, come to us, come to us. Like I said, there was a miscommunication between me and Casa. So when I, yeah, I would, naturally I had the bug back for football. So I went to go and watch the finals and stuff like that. And yeah, Charcoal have won many things. So naturally I'm going to talk to James. He's he's a friend anyway, like before football. So naturally we had spoken about me coming to Charcoal, yes. But I told James that I'm going to go and play for LSU 8. That is my goal. Lloydie and Cass, I've spoken to them. They want me to come. I want to be there. So I know the boys there. They're good guys. So, yeah. But those conversations that you're seeing me having with James at the final and that was nothing to do with me coming over. They're just natural conversations between yeah. two people that know each other. 
Come on. Does that answer your question? Yeah, unless I'll be yeah, I'll be like if you think it's you know answer your question, then cool. <laughs> but <laughs> so um oh so um LSU master says, let the dog roll and he'll find his way home. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so um so kind of uh, moving moving from, from independent back to LSU. Um, yeah, so like how like how was how was that emotionally for you? Because of course, you know none. Did you again like like using using the dog? you know, um, analogy, like, did you kind of go back with your tail between your legs? Like, you think, oh, like, I wonder how people are going to accept me. Like, was there kind of any, any kind of issues regarding your teammates? Uh, no, none. Like I said, the way, the way I conduct myself or my character, uh, a lot of the boys understood uh, my reasons. Uh, again, I had spoken to Cass. Now I'd spoken to Lloydie now, we had spoken. Uh, for me, it was an easy transition to where I wanted to be. Like I said, I always, 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 once I saw them training and once I saw the players there and once I built that bond, I always, always, always wanted to play for, for LSUA. So when the end of the season came and I respectfully told management, this is my decision, it, it, my mind was already made up. I couldn't be convinced. So... And I spoke to the boys. Like I said, I've known some of them boys a very, very long time. Nathan, uh, both Nathans. I've, I've known some of them. And the relationships that I gained throughout them a few months, four or five months that I was there, like I said, uh, a lot of things, uh, that's the beauty of going through certain things that I went through, that I don't bring any, I don't bring you any any fakeness. I don't bring you any defects. I don't bring any slyness. I, it's just me. So when I told the boys that once the, once the season's over, well, I didn't tell them during the season, but once the season was over, I told them my plans. Yeah, I got a lot of respect from the boys, and I, hopefully, I still do now. But yeah, I, I I had spoken to Cass at the end of the season. I had spoken to Cass and and Lloydy and. Yeah, they gave me a bit of banter, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, okay. And, and um, so, like now, you're you, you're like paying for LSU Masters. Yeah. Um, so at this present moment in time, in the league, um, you know, pending an investigation, um, LSU Masters are not playing in the league. However, you guys are playing in the cup competitions. Mm -hmm. um, for you personally, how is how is the season going? Season going really, really well. Preseason was great, really, really good. Lloydy and Cass, obviously, so like Lloydy more because he was working with us like in depth more on a one to one as well. Uh, Preseason was fantastic, absolutely fantastic. The boys really worked hard. Like the turnout was awesome all throughout the club. The turnout was amazing. Sometimes we'd have like 40, 50 guys. From the from from the younger team all the way up through all the different the super vets the vets the c team b team legends masters all of it yeah throughout the summer we had so specifically with the masters or the a team so we call them masters now because that's our name so with the masters i was really pleased to see that 95 percent of the squad 
came to preseason every week and we trained every week, twice a week sometimes. And then the games kicked in. The games were going really well. We hadn't had lost preseason. We played some really, really good teams, really good teams. And I started to get personally, I started to get sharper. All the boys were starting to get sharper. And yeah, we 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 kind of just wrapped, flowed into the league when the league started. So our first two games, uh again, it was nothing different from preseason. We just played the same way, played as sharp as we have been. Nothing changed. I mean, personally, I thought, oh, what's it gonna be like when the first game of the season starts? Are we gonna but none of that? None of that. It was just rolled into the season. It just felt like we'd just been playing. Yeah, had two good wins. Uh, yeah, had two good wins, and then had two good wins, three good wins, and then two good wins. Uh, no, two good wins, and then we lost to Long Lane uh, again. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes a loss is a loss can be beautiful in disguise. So we we. We knew what to do, or we knew what we needed to add next time we played them, or next time we face those kind of challenges, if that makes sense. So, yeah, we took a loss to Long Lane. It's, it's, it's on the league anyway, everyone knows. And yeah, and then, yeah, then the independent game. Okay. Um, so in the in the cup competitions, you you have Hern Bay, um, yeah, very, very very tricky team that um, beat Catford. Um, I do you like know anything about Hern, Hern, Hern Bay? No, it's got a beach in it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, what well, what well, I mean, um, um, I I kind of said that Hern Bay are looking at. For me, like a semi-final berth, LSU Masters. Yes. You know, um, again, like I've seen LSU Masters play against West West uh, West London Rams in the um, in the kind of black in the black cup. Um, sorry, the black history cup final. Mm-hmm. Quality, quality team. Um, so this is this is this is going to be a home dinger, um, definitely. Um, I guess you're not. You're not afraid to actually play, play anyone. You're. you're are we afraid, afraid to play them? No. How it? How are you gonna find it? Because of course, with um, with the kind of uh, suspension with uh, the masters in the league, mm-hmm. it's only the cup competitions and friendlies. So, mm-hmm. so like there is going to be a, a little bit of ring rustiness. So you know, it's about starting that game properly, right? Yeah, we we've we've got things in hand, like the squad. The, first of all, management know what they do. They're well equipped. They've been doing this a long time. They've we as a squad, we as an LSU unit have things in hand. I mean, naturally, people would think that we might be rusty or this or that, which is fine. Again, it doesn't. But in ha- in house, yeah, the boys, the boys know what they're doing. The boys look after themselves. Uh, we still train, obviously. So, but yeah, I, 
I, I don't really want to like, well, I, and I wouldn't anyway. I don't really talk about or disrespect any other teams, but we have we have things in house that we deal with in terms of training, looking after yourselves, stuff like that. Uh, it's the first team that when I wake up on a Saturday morning, I don't think about my team. And when I mean, when I say that, I don't worry about anyone in this team, LSU, Masters. I don't have, I don't worry about none of them. I know what they're all about. So we just go forward with that mindset and any game that we get to play, we do it the LSU way. That rhymes. <laughs> and uh, before I bring it down, actually, um, before you ask this question, are you all right to actually still be on the feed? Because we're going to talk about the Catford independent game. So are you all right to actually still still be on the feed or do you want to go after? No, I'll let, I'll, I'll let Nana have his segment with Catford okay. independent. I don't think cool. Catford or independent. So okay, I so... All right, so um, and again, as I kind of said before, like you don't have to answer anything, um, and again, you have no idea what you know um, what we're talking about. But the the kind of LSU independent game, um, have you got anything to actually say about the like game and literally everything that's everything that's gone on? Yes, I have two things to say, two major major points to say about that game so my first point is i made an absolute beautiful outside of the right foot pass shanguli through ball oh my god it was amazing so that's my first major point and my second major point is after i made the shanguli all sorts of shanguli on it i skipped past nelson like he wasn't even there so yeah but hold on hold on wait 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 but like what was the score at the time though but like what but like what's the score at the time i don't know i can't remember but those are my two major points that I want to talk about that game. My Shanguli outside of the foot, no backlift pass, and the way I skipped round Nelson like he wasn't even there. Smudge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was literally gonna swear, but you know, again, literally, I don't normally swear on. So hey, um, honestly, thank you, thank no you problem. so much for 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 coming on. And um, and again, sharing, sharing like um, your like journey, and uh, I don't know it's hopefully people, people who who have kind of heard heard this can can actually um, not not only digest it, but but can also like spread that positivity and like love to like people that also. Uh, that could be in a vulnerable place. Um, yeah, I mean, and um, and again, you know, um, just kind of knowing, knowing you and putting in and uh, and again, knowing just uh, like a like a like a literally a sliver of your story. Um, I'm I'm like really, you know, I think the word is not excited. I don't want to use excited because I think that's a wrong word. And I've used the word intrigued quite a lot, but next year. With the stuff that we're doing, um, you know, it's um, it's it's going to be very thought thought provoking, definitely. Zabriz, can I say, uh, thank you for. I want, I want to have a few shout outs quickly. Thank you to LSU for 
allowed me to fulfill another part in my football journey. Uh, like I said, some of them comments are warming, very, very warming and overwhelming. Uh, I want to shout out every single player in LSU. I don't want to name names because I don't want to forget anyone uh, and get ribbed for that. But the squad and management, Lloydie and Cass and all the players have been absolutely fantastic for me and my journey and my footballing career. So thank you to LSU. A shout out to yourself, Therese, as well, for allowing me to share certain content. I, I don't know how it came across. I don't know. I'm always going to have that battle. Did I make the right impact? Did I did I hit the right points? Did, did it really come across? I don't know. That's my own personal battle, but thank you for, I hope it did, but thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you for the conversations that we're having outside of this platform and thank you for the stuff that we're doing next year. So, yeah, thank you very much. Oh, wow. 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 Amazing. Um, and where can where can people find you? I mean, you're not really an online person, are you really? So, how can no, but you can find me playing for LSU. Okay. Uh, you can call me if you have my number. But no, no, platform wise, all the platform stuff you don't do. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't do. I don't do. Cool, cool. cool. I, and you know, and again, um, I want to kind of shout you out because you, you, you was at the Catford Independent Game, so every time. LSU don't have a training session or have a game like you're always either at a New Park game, Santos, Independent, Catford, Hollington. Like you are, you are literally around the circuit. So, yeah, yeah. I guess I mean, people can, yeah. can it, you know, can it with you there. Smudge, thank you, thank you so much, and I'm sure that we'll speak during the week, man. Thank you, Tavrid. That is Smudge. Um, again, um, big, big. Big shout out to like him uh, coming coming on, uh, and again, let me just apologise to to like everyone regarding the technical issues that we had at the beginning. We are running a tad tad late, but again, you know, um, uh, I want to shout out this like particular gentleman, um, and literally, I've, I don't think I've, I've even done done it live, but Paul isn't available for, for like to, tonight's show but nana waiting patiently in the background thank you bro thank you so much let me guys let me just say nana's been waiting for about 45 minutes probably probably be probably a bit longer in the green room man you're taking a piss i'm sorry bro i'm sorry you, I'm so sorry. And, and again, let me say, Nana is the only person when, when I wasn't available, Nana took the show and he hosted the show himself. So big, big shout out to that Nana. So honestly, apologies, apologies. But let's go straight into it. Yesterday's game against Independent. First half, um, using goal. Um, what did you think about the first half performance? Well, good evening, everyone who's, who's still watching. Man says it's a tad oh. late. It's a tad late, you know. Technical issues, man. You know. Anyway, anyway, uh, big up smash as well. Um, every time I've spoken to him, he, he seems like a, a genuine guy. And there's nothing wrong with being a free spirit, you know. 
you know you go where you 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 feel at home it's as simple as that so big ups to smudge um yesterday's game disappointed to have lost it um we started well we started well um in the first 15 minutes i think we were one nil up uh, playing some decent football very compact and um I think all in all, I think it was a game of numbers because we were, we were quite thin in terms of numbers. I don't think we made a single substitution. I mean, I was in goal with a growing injury, so I couldn't even kick the ball, take a goal kick. But, you know, we, we still just soldier on for the cause in it. Um, I think before the end of the first half, they scored, it became 1-1. Um second half again it started pretty well, but I think after about 60 minutes, 65 minutes, you could tell that I mean they came with about 17 men. Well, um, I mean, literally, well, I mean that's kind of independent strengths though, isn't it? Like they this is it, this is it. They've got quality numbers, you know. Um, and it was a, it, I think it was a it was a professional performance from them. It was a professional performance, it was, yeah. It was a very um strong professional performance for them um we had our chances you know this game was there to be won you know um but if you're playing against a team like independent you have to have the numbers to to, to freshen up you know to keep it ticking uh because once you start tiring you know they'll punish you you know, um, they scored this, this, they scored their second goal. Um, first goal, we, we should have dealt with it better. Second goal, um, a shot from Jonesy on the left-hand side. Um, decent goal, I should say. It's right, right in the bottom right-hand corner. Um, the last 15 minutes, I think we came on pretty strong as well. Um, we had some chances. If we are only taking them shots, you know, it would have been a different case. Um, but I'm I'm happy with my team's performance. Um, you know, even with the bare eleven, we stood our ground. We played some decent football. We didn't roll over. We kept going. Last 15 minutes, we we should have scored. We didn't. Um, we move on. I think the most important thing for us is the league. We've got so many injuries on. You know, so many injuries, um, and we've been playing with a very thin squad for the last few months. So next week, we, we've got Wallingham, uh, top of the league, and it's, it's it's a bigger game than Independent, in my opinion. Independent was always like a, you know, a grudge match because of the connections both sets of teams have in each other, you know, so, and the history we have. So it was always going to be a, that kind of a game. You know, bragging rights, that sort of thing. But um, I think we played well. I'm, I'm happy with our performance, and um, we can only build from there. People need to realize that even though we have quite a few ballers in there, we are still building. This is still a, you know, a side which is in its infancy. We're still building, you know, so it will get better. I, yeah, I mean, um, I would, I was, I was at the game, and um, you know, I kind of had. Then the management called me um, 
the day before saying, look, like we're not going to risk you um, because we've got bigger, like bigger, like games, which I totally understood. I mean, of course, like, I was, I mean, I just so wanted to play, but you know, um, I, I like still took took some part in the warm up. Um, injury feels good, but I totally understood uh, management's thinking. I think uh, like the biggest plus was you know um, we stood our ground and like we were solid. Uh, and yes, like we were tiring, uh, you know, which is normal when you when like you you like not played consistently. Um, but like we did have chances near the end. Uh, and but you know again you know they like showed resilience. Um, they showed togetherness. Um, if if like certain balls were different, and again exactly what you alluded to, if we just shoot, <laughs> you know. Um, you know anything? Anything can actually happen. Uh, credit to Independent, who are of course top of top of their league. Uh, they're on a really, really good, good like run. Solid. You know, Nathan, the captain, at the back, solid. Townsend, solid. Um, they just, you can tell that all of them have been playing together now for for like quite mm-hmm. some time. So, you know, um, they just kind of showed that kind of um, organization, which. Which you need in like these like type of cup cup competitions. However, they, they keep you honest. No, I'm saying that they man like uh, Dash and yeah. Nino and Jonesy. They keep you honest. So if they, you yeah yeah hundred percent. If you come a, a little bit handicapped, you're basically screwed. Yeah. You know, but so but I was happy with that performance. I was really happy because we dug in there. You could see people tiring and losing focus at times, but. Just kept, kept going, just kept believing. You know, it was unlucky. So it was a good yeah. game of football. Mm-hmm. Two one is not. So it wasn't a wasn't a, a damaging result for yeah. you know. It's, it's a cup game. Anything could happen. So you know, that's uh, what it is. And, yeah. and a big big talk active said Cat Federer are, are a good side all round. And um, and yes, talkative, you know, talkative, yeah. not talk active. Talkative, talkative. Thank you. Well, okay. Well, oh, sorry. There's like no scene there. Apologies, apologies, apologies. Um, but um, but yeah, um, you know, we we kind of move on now, and we've got one of them next. And again, one of them at top of the league. Um, again, you know, if you know, if we can actually look look at the league right now, I've literally got it up. Is that the table there? Yeah. So you know you have Wallen, you have Wallenham, Seagas, and Hollington. Um, and again, if this is going to be a close, close um, division, um, and you know it's a, and this is this is a game that it's not really a like a must win, but you know, um, yeah, like we can't afford to lose this, right, Anna? Definitely. Like if you look at the table, yeah, like. You remember the predictions for the beginning of the season? It, it shows that anything can happen in Vets football. We sort of predicted Cray will be there and thereabouts. Look at where they are now after losing just a few players. Mm. You know, uh, Warlingham, I believe they, 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 they've signed a striker of some sort who is very decent. Okay. You know, and Warlingham don't, they don't stop. They're mm. well drilled, well organized side. They don't stop. So, they were always going to be there. Hollington flying very, very high. 
Um, but we, we, we concentrate on us, what we can do. We've um, played five, one, three, lost one, drew one. Um, we need to turn up the Saturday. Yeah. We can, I don't think we can afford to lose. In this sort of leagues, these divisions, you, you don't lose too many games and, and, and end up up there. You know, if you lose more than three, two free games, you know, you're, you're not, you're not winning it. You know, winning it. So we've got to turn up. And big talkative, uh, Catford's number 10 could have brought it back to 2-2 two, two at the end. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We spoke about this in the changing room uh, a few times. Uh, yeah. So- yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, again, I think, uh, uh, Ainsley created the room for himself and, you know, like he tried to slip it through to like someone and, you know, you know, it's, it's a, you can, you can see why he slipped he, he yeah. tried to slip in because, you know, you but yeah, but like with the quality that you know that he has, it should go, nobody's going to blame shoot, it. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's, shoot, like, honestly, like. He's going to, he's going to get his shooting boots on next week, guaranteed. Yeah, just shoot, <laughs> just, just, just shoot. But um, but no, um, it's you know like it's gonna be a like a very 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 interesting interesting league and um and in um division one um who who's who's that been the surprise package for you? Um, division one has been a bit crazy. I, I always knew um um you know the the, the, not, the usual corporates charcoal independent LSU that sort of thing um. But Leon Stars seem to be holding their own. You know, they've got some players that you felt that they would, if 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 they turn up on time, if they turn up in their right numbers, they could give any 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 a lot of teams trouble. The surprise, the surprise for me in this division has been Sport and Santos. Mm. I expected them to do way 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 better than they have. They they are now. Um, it's not. It's not a, a pretty picture to see them. You know, like solid at the bottom of the league because they've got enough talent, they've got enough skill and hunger to do better. And I'm really hoping that um, they come good. Um, you know, it's 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 worrying to see them down there. They just need to get the belief in themselves and do what they did, replicate what they did last season. They weren't. They weren't. You know, long unbeaten run. You know, started preseason really early. I saw them training in numbers, and you know, but it just goes to say, Division One is a whole different ball game. You know, just need to refocus. You know, get get some sort of like a team night out, and you know, let the baggage fall away and just enjoy themselves <laughs> again. See what I'm saying? Very true. Yeah, very true. And one more question before I let you go. And again, thank you, thank you for um. For like um, waiting patiently. Have you seen Hollington play? No, but I've had ah. I've had I've had loads of reports from the so uh, like every game I debrief some of the referees on on some of the games. So um, I've had them play. I've, I've I've heard about them how they play and all that, and um, they've got a they've recruited very very well. Um, they've got a really really good setup. And they've got some major, major ballers in there, you know. So they're going to be, they're uh, going to be the team to beat for a lot of teams. They're flying high. 
Uh, and uh, of course, uh, they are playing independent in the next round in the League Cup. Um, mm. Can you? I mean, I think it's quite unfair to actually give a prediction if we've not seen Hollandson play. But with like the things mm. they've heard, I'm you know I'm going to ask you prediction. Um, hmm. It's going to be a very tight game. It's going to be a very tight game. Um. I call it a draw. I call it a draw. Um, it probably decided on on, on pens because okay. they are flying high. However, if you look at the teams they're beating and what's happened in some of the games that they've had big scores, like some of the games they won, I think with 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 um, who was it? They won like, yeah, they didn't have. They had like nine players. No. Mm. And and all that, so you can't really you can you can see the the scores, but if you if you're not there to actually see what's what's actually happening, you think oh they're just banging the goals in against you know so it's, it's different. Um, but I know that they have good side. However, independent started wobbly, seem to have settled, and are quite difficult to beat. It just shows you that they are. You can see the results and the way they are playing. As they are beating the division one sides, like they, they've been there for a long time, you know. So, um, if if I was pushed to it, I think independent might just edge them out. But I think this game is, for me, is probably going to go to, uh, you know, spot kit to decide who wins. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Yes, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, uh, you know, I saw Ponson play against Charcoal. And I don't think that was a fair representation of how they play. Of course, you know, um, I'm not independent. So, I, but by seeing some of the results and and again, they're still unbeaten in the league. Uh, yeah, they've not, you know, they've not lost in over a year, I believe. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, you know, if if like, you know, anyone's got a spare weekend, I'm not too sure exactly when when they're playing. But, you know, I, you know, I'd say that would be, that would be the game of the week. And big talk. To, sorry, sorry. No, no. I'll say that most definitely, most definitely. If we don't have a game, I, I, I'd like to watch that one. And big talk to come in and say charcoal will win everything. LSU bang in trouble. Hmm. What? What is your response to that, Nana? We'll see. We just have to wait and see. Because without this situation, LSU would have been right right up there as well. You know, they've also recruited well. They were playing some really good football. You know, I think they had they lost one to Long Lane, mm-hmm. um, and they were losing to Independent, if I remember. Um, yes, but, yes, but but LSU will always be there, always be there. Let, let, let's wait for things to settle down, and you know, the games resume if they, if, you know, and then we'll, we'll see we we'll see how it goes from there. We know we know Charco, we know what what they're about, you know. So it's not it's not it's not it's not surprising anybody can say that. Um, but I think it's not going to be straightforward as that. Cool. Perfect. Nana, thank you so much for, for like waiting in, in the wings. Um, and I know that you'll, you know, you'll be there um, this week. Um, I have been goal on the pitch and you'll be doing exactly what, whatever you can. Um, I want to, I want to shout out everyone in our private group. <laughs> 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 Oh, 
Gosh, it's out of order, man. Oh, it's out. I'll listen. I mean, that is something that I'll listen. All right. Um, and and big uh, talk to you. said Hollington beat independent easy. Um, they uh just about beat Catford yesterday with with 11 men, no subs. Okay, well, um, let's see what happens. Let's uh, this is it. Let's see what happens, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, we'll see. On that day, we'll see. 90 minutes of football, exactly. Anything, we'll anything can happen. Nana, thank you, thank you so much. Please. Please go to bed and get some rest. Um, and yes, I am Definitely. going to get you back on. You, you, uh, and again, you owe me. I time. owe you, bro. Honestly, honestly. And happy belated birthday as well, man. <laughs> thank you. After <laughs> what? Two weeks. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. No worries, brother. Have a good thank one. You. Yeah. You too. Yes. Yes. So uh, again, thank you to Nana coming on to the show to actually talk about the Catford independent game, and again, thank you to, to like Smudge, um, um, sharing, sharing, sharing his story, uh, and you know exactly what Smudge said before. We we will be doing um, a project together, and and there's going to be other like things as well in the in the pipeline, which I'm really uh, excited about. And again, thank you to everyone that's uh, tuned in. Any kind of comments, please. DM me um, again on um, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok as well. Uh, and uh, anything that I can do to help, I am here. I am here. Thank you guys for listening. I will see you next week with, with an, an, another amazing, amazing guest. See you guys later.